the darkness of space, hear the mighty engines roar. The voyage trekkers defy death in the quest for the golden orb. Captain's Blog, Space Date 2235.201. Captain Jack Sunstrike Commanding. The GSV Remarkable has been dispatched on a fact-finding mission to the poverty-stricken world of Crodaria Prime. The Crodarians are a small, squat people with rather plain-looking women. They walk with a sad sort of waddle that makes it very hard not to laugh at them. The wretched inhabitants of this desolate village of, uh... Hey, what do you call this place? Glumhaven, sir. The inhabitants of Glumhaven are a particularly pathetic lot, which is saying a lot considering what a backwater armpit of a planet this place is. Seriously, I've been down here for an hour and I already need antidepressants. I'm sorry, did you need something? No, sir. Well, then maybe you wouldn't mind wringing your tiny hands over there while I finish my report. Sorry, sir. Dr. Rena! Over here! Good. Pretend like we're talking so I don't have to make eye contact with these villagers anymore. Why am I always the one who has to carry the supply backpack? <sighs> Can't Pal carry it for a while? Look, just take it up with your supervisor. Pal is my supervisor. Really? He's the first officer of the ship. Oh, right. You know, I don't think I've ever seen him give anybody an order. Commander Powell, over here. I have a question regarding the supply backpack. Don't do it, Powell. She's trying to subvert your authority. Huh? Let's just get on with the fact-finding. So we can get back to the ship and I can scoop this barren, tear-stained dust out of my boots. What have you two found? The Crodarian situation is desperate. Their crops are dying, their people are malnourished, they have very little food, and are in abject poverty. They're surrounded by enemies on all sides of their border, and now their main rival is choking off their primary source of energy. So the good news, I've brought with me my brand new Galactic Union credit card. Maybe we can revitalize the economy and live like kings in the meantime. Galactic Union credits won't help them. The entire planet is in a drought. War is brewing as people fight over what few resources are left. Huh. Well, uh, look, it's almost lunchtime. There's got to be some place we can eat around here. I packed our lunch on the ship. It's in the supply backpack. Well, then bust it out. Powell, do you second the motion? I could eat. All right. We're not going to eat in front of these starving people. They're literally dying of hunger. What we eat in a day could feed this entire village for a week. Well, don't you think it's wrong for them to interfere with our culture as much as you whine about us interfering with theirs? Eating is a very important part of my culture. We have so much, and they have so little. All right, all right. So Dr. Rena has uncovered the stunning revelation that this backward little planet is poor. Powell, what did you find out? Oh... Um. Pal didn't do anything but sit in the back of the village by the old man who he pretended to listen to. I'm the one who did all of the fact-finding. I found facts, too. Here, let me tell you facts. That old Crodarian is like the village elder or something. I think he was talking about how this golden orb went missing. That's why all this bad stuff has been happening to them. Golden orb. Yeah, he says he wants to talk with us to tell us the tale. All right, well, let's get this out of the way. 
The crew of the starship Remarkable sit before the audience of the Crodarian Elders and await to hear the tale of the Golden Orb. On behalf of the Galactic Union, thank you for allowing us to be guests in your home. I am Talima, and I will translate for the Elder. He does not speak Galactic English. Very good. So please tell us about this Golden Orb. I'm so intrigued. Many thousands of years ago, it fell from the sky, and since then has protected the village with its great power. Great power, you say? Folklore typically is based off of some sort of actual fact, no matter how outlandish. Enough, Rina. Please, go on. But the orb was stolen and now the region is dying. Our enemies surround us, and we need your help. So this orb, what does it do? Does it grant wishes? Uh, wishes? The Elder wishes to give you a map where he said the golden orb was supposed to be hidden. He says if it is brought back to the village, you will restore peace to the area. I suppose it could be some sort of advanced alien technology that fell from orbit long ago. Or even some sort of sentient life form with telekinetic power. Look, if finding this thing gets us out of this godforsaken dirt hole a day early, I'm all for it. In worst case scenario, we kill a day searching for it. It'll look like we're taking this fact-finding thing very seriously. Please don't translate that last part to the little man over there. Yeah, I figured as much. Very well. We accept your quest. Tell your elder that I give my solemn vow that we will help your people. Thank you, Captain. You honor us. Great, isn't it? Three Galactic Union officers bound by mutual friendship, questing their way through a wild forest for a golden orb, an artifact of unspeakable power. Oh, God, we're so lost. Powell, where does this stupid map say to go next? Um, I'm not sure. It doesn't really indicate north at all. We've been walking back and forth over the same stretch for an hour and a half, and we still haven't found the stupid cave entrance! Well, it was drawn by a village child. The scale may not be completely accurate. Captain, it's getting dark. It's too late to get back to the village before nightfall. We need to make camp, or we're going to get lost out here. We're already lost! And now I'm covered in a thick layer of my own body sweat. I need to sit down. All right, let me call the ship and have them teleport down my portable captain's quarters. I don't know what you two will sleep in. Captain to the ship. Lieutenant Jada, uh, Ensign Adam, uh, wh whoever I left in charge up there, come in. There's no answer. Captain, I told you before we entered the forest that the photosynthetic protrusions of the plant life in these woods might act like a dampening field to our equipment. It would seem our communicators won't work in here. Great. 5,000 years of technology, and I still can't talk through a bunch of damn leaves. 
Dr. Rena, why didn't you tell me this before we entered the forest? I tried to tell you. You told me to take it up with my supervisor. And what did Powell say? Um... He said, um... All right, well, it looks like we're going to have to survive on my expert survival training. Doctor, why don't you and Powell whip me up a nice little survival supper while I go hydrate the photosynthetic trees? Uh, we don't have any more food. I only packed lunches from earlier. What? Oh, come on. There's got to be something in that backpack of yours. Why is it so big? Hey, careful! Hey, There's got to be something else in here. Hey, get, get out of there. Uh, what's this? Bottle of daba juice? That's alcohol for uh, medical use. It's a disinfectant. This bottle's almost half empty. What, did somebody lose a leg without me noticing? Let's give this thing a taste, huh? Oh, oh. that's good stuff. Hey, that's mine. In a survival scenario, we need to pool our resources. Man, this stuff is strong. <laughs> You've got good taste, Doctor. Uh, give it here. Fine. As night falls, the crew members gather around a campfire and share... liquid libations. Pal, you take a swig too there. Uh, no thanks. Oh, come on! It's a party! I really don't care for Adaba juice. Oh, come on. The doctor and I are drinking, and she's a doctor, and I am a captain! Uh... Don't be such a pussy. Oh, medical terminology. <laughs> what? Pal, this is why everybody on the ship hates you. They hate me? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, pal. This is a direct order. I'm making, as the captain of my ship, I'm making a direct order under punishment of mutiny of the law that you drink this <laughs> daba juice. Well, I guess I can have a little. Oh, that's pretty strong. Wow. Yeah. That's the good stuff, huh? Only the good stuff for the doctor. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're a funny guy, pal. You're a funny little guy. Uh-huh, like last week, when you ordered us to go into that nebula cloud and I told you that it was corrosive to the ship's hull. <laughs> I thought you were joking, because of the way that you talk. <laughs> I bet they, well, I, and I bet they recompress G-Deck by the time we get back, so no harm, no foul, right? You always sound so sarcastic when you talk. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. Hell, even when you got written reports, I'm reading your writing. I wonder sometimes if you're just trying to be ironic, you know, just to mess with me. Read pal's reports. Got me. <laughs> That's what I mean. Nobody respects me on that ship. Nobody um, even calls me commander. Like when I go to the ship's galley to ask for something besides large rations for supper, the apprentice Skolian just scoffs at me and says, You'll eat what I give you, pal. <sighs> even spit at me once. You know what, Powell? You're right. Nobody respects you on that ship. Not even me. And I should know better. I don't know. I... I'm the captain. I'm, I'm the captain. I'm supposed to be your mentor and your employer, Powell. 
And it's just not right. It's not the way I treat you. It's just not right. Oh, Captain. It's not right, pal. I mean, it's not right, Commander. You're the first officer of the Remarkable. And that's a ship I love. And however you managed to gain that position, I haven't, on, I haven't looked through your files. I didn't even bother to look through your files. I'm so sorry. We should just assume that you got the position legitimately and treat you with the respect that your rank deserves. Because anything else is a disservice to you as a man and as an officer. And I'm not afraid to say it as a friend. Thank you, sir. You're right. You're absolutely right. There was a time before I flushed my entire career down the space toilet and got posted to this rust bucket. No offense intended. Yeah. That I I would have respected a direct superior regardless of his his lack of ability or or incompetence. I'm ashamed of myself. I really am. So for that, Commander, I deeply apologize. Thank you. This has been a great experience for me. I've had a lot of fun on this entire trip. I know we've made some important developments in our relationships. That will stay with us forever. Oh. Absolutely. And Powell, when we get back to the ship, I want you to come to my room and I'm going to play guitar for you. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Sounds like rustling. Down in the ravine. Down below us. Shh. Shh. Everybody stay quiet. And let's investigate. Oh, my head. No, no, I'm okay. Hang on. Wow, I am deeply nauseous. Doctor, help me out. The whole world is spinning. I'm so dizzy. Me too. Oh, I feel like I'm going to be sick. Look, this is adventure time. There's no time for whining or getting sick during adventure time. There's only time for adventure on adventure time. So stay low and keep quiet. Look down there. Those figures moving through the ravine. Who are those guys? Wow, they're Vindrexi. What are they doing here? We're like light years from the Vindrexi space. Whatever it is, they must be up to no good. Jeez, is racist much? What? No. I'm <laughs> just kidding. You're right, Commander. I'm sorry. Vendrexi are a sinister, slimy people. This may be the Dobbagers talking, but I say that they cannot be trusted, and if I had my way, I would lock them all up, and I would sterilize them. Look, I'll grant you that they're slimy, but... Shh! Look, they're heading for the cave. Oh, God, there's a cave into the mountain ahead. Is that the cave we were looking for? Did the Vendrexi find it? Maybe we should follow them to find out. Oh. Commander Powell, watch your footing. Help, I'm slipping. Oh. oh no, he's falling down the ravine. Ow. Oh, f- that looked like it hurt. Stay quiet. They don't know we're up here too. Guys, I think I need your help. Shut up. Shut up, Powell! They're gonna hear you, Powell! What do we do? They're closing in on him, 
down there. Well, we have to try to rescue him, I guess, but we need to keep the element of surprise. So, oh God, wait, they got him. What are they doing to him? They already got him. What are they doing to him? They must be searching the commander for weapons. Jeez, I'd hate to be felt up by all those slimy tentacles. Mmm, it's so disgusting. He's all slimed up. I think I'm gonna... Uh, I think you just blew our cover. Shut up! We've gotta act fast. They'll have us surrounded. Do you have any heavy weapons in that supply pack? Mmm, just, um, stun grenades, but... No, but I wouldn't... Oh, oh... Here, I'll arm all of the grenades, then I'll th just throw the whole bag down at them into the ravine and knock them all the Vendrexi out with the unconscious beams. That won't work! Here, I'll just arm all the grenades, no, no, oh, oh. then we can just throw the whole bag to them. Maybe they'll all roll out into different places, and then they'll all go off, and then it'll blow up the ravine and knock out all the Vendrexi. That won't work. Those stun grenades only affect humans. Then why would you bring them? We're the only humans on the entire planet! Shut your face! You're not the boss of me! No, Powell's the boss of you and I'm the boss of him, so I am the boss of you! And why would they even be developing weapons like this? Weapons that only work on us? What kind of military is this? Captain, you should get rid of the... You... <gasps> oh. When last we left the crew of the Starship Remarkable, they had just been outwitted by the vile Vendrexi. And now, Captain Sunstrike, Dr. Reyna, and Commander Powell, imprisoned in a cave, awaken to the cries of tormented children. Oh, my head. Oh, boy. Oh, we're in big trouble now. Are we in a, are we in a cage? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. Me neither. I don't remember anything about last night. You remember anything, Dr. Rena? Uh, no. Uh, I don't think I drank as much as you two did. Those Vendrexi standing around over there, they must have stunned us and hit us with some sort of advanced experimental hangover beam. I'm still all slimy. Oh, shut up, pal. It's no time for bad jokes. Captain, there's a Crodarian child approaching. From the village? Let's see what he has to say. You are outsiders, yes? From the stars? That's right. What is this place? It is a terrible place. Where the big creatures force many of us children to work. But you have come to free us, have you not? Uh, well... We, uh... No, can you get us out of this cage? I took the key off the guard. But if I escaped, they would find me. But you are big. You can fight back and help us. Thank you, little one. We promise to help free you and your friends. Now go before the guards find you. Thank you. Oh, 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 no, 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 I, I don't do hugs. Oh, 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 okay, oh, oh uh, yeah. Mm. Yes, you're very welcome. Okay, okay, we're done. I will leave now. Goodbye. Damn it, pal, why did you promise him that? Uh, uh, um... We have to look for the orb! We can't take on every quest that just comes up. But you promised the Elder, why can't I? Jesus, pal, we're maxed out on quests as it is. Next time you want to crush some kid's dream, ask your commanding officer for permission first. Okay? Uh... 
Yes, sir. Okay, now let's get out of here and move quietly. We can't let any of those children see us. What is that? Sounds like it's coming from down there, deeper inside the caverns. Looks like a mine shaft. <gasps> Look! There must be hundreds of those Crodarian children down there! It looks like quadlithium purifiers over there. They must be mining quadlithium. Mining quadlithium is extremely hazardous. Those Vendrexes are using those slave children as disposable miners so they can excavate quadlithium to sell on the intergalactic black market. Diabolical. Okay, let's get out of here. Captain, we can't just leave these poor children in here enslaved. So what are you saying, Dr. Rena? You want to start a cave-in and bury them all alive? That's messed up, Doctor. I'm not suggesting that we kill the children. I'm suggesting that we rescue them. Look, I'm not the one who said kill the kids. You're the one that said kill the kids. Look, there are 20 armed Vendrexi guards down there. Besides, I read somewhere that Grodarian children naturally only live like five years anyway. And most of those kids look like they're at least pushing four, so... Where did you read that? I read books. The humans have escaped! But how? Everyone get prepared to fight. And some more for you! No. And a double helping! Ah. No! We have you now, you bug-like scumpile. Prepare to discover the non-existence of your insect god when you find him in whatever you things call hell! Please! Spare my life! I will do anything you ask! No deal, you ugly cockroach. Powell, crush his thorax with that giant boulder. Wait, Captain! What about the- Oh, right, right. Okay. Okay, you Vendrexy scum. I'll spare your life on one condition. Tell me the location of the Golden Orb. No! The children, Captain. The children. I, I know nothing about the Golden Orb, humans. I swear! But we got this map from the village of Glumhaven. Let me see that. No, this is not a map of this area. See, this range of mountains is in the planet's southern hemisphere. Damn it, we're in the wrong hemisphere? Thanks a lot, pal. What'd I do? I know this whole weekend's been just a total waste of time. Captain, what about the children? Well, they don't know where the golden orb is. No, I mean make the Vendrexi help us free the children from the mines. Fine. Okay, Bugsy, I order you to... Oh, wait, where did he go? Uh, he escaped, I think. I tried to grab his tentacles, but they were slimy, and he slipped away. And then you didn't tell anybody? That we just stood there talking like idiots? And there was nobody there? After them! Alright, guys, let's get out of here. Pal, you suck. Those Vendrexi will never be able to find us in these woods. Except that they found us in these woods yesterday. I can't believe we left all those slave children back in the mines. Those children are tough. By the looks of it, they've been enslaved for years. I wish I had abs like that. 
We can't just abandon them there and pretend like none of this ever happened. Okay, if it'll make you feel better about yourself, I'll contact the ship and have them send a message to the Galactic Union High Command. They'll dispatch a police division in in a few days and knock this whole thing out. That's your plan? Just to tell on the Vendrexi slavers? What'd you expect? You'd rather have our ship send that prissy little Lieutenant Jada down here with a couple of green shirt rejects to get slaughtered by those Vendrexi warriors? Or maybe you'd rather go in that heavily defended mine alone and lecture them to death. Well, actually, I, I guess that's a surprisingly realistic course of action. I just, it just caught me off guard, really. All right, now let's go find the golden orb so we can get these free wishes. Captain to the ship, send a distress message to high command. Priority three. Sir, the... Captain to the ship, are you reading this? Who could they be? I already told you our communicators won't work while we're in this forest. What? Still? I can't believe that I'm the lowest ranking officer. Settle down, doctor. Will you just settle down? Now this is time for brilliant and inventive plans. Okay, everybody gets a turn. Powell, you go first. Any thoughts? Uh, we could use the communication interference caused by the trees to our advantage somehow. Um, what if we um, inverse the polarity of the trees? How are we supposed to do that? Well, uh... You can't inverse the polarity of everything, Powell, and then make it super science. That's just stupid. I just figured I'd get the ball rolling or something. I say we head back to the village... If we work together with the Crodarians, maybe we can form a super Do army of- Do what? Lead an army of emaciated refugees back to the mine and overrun a platoon of Vendrexi soldiers armed to the teeth? That idea is almost as stupid as Powell's. Maybe the Crodarian villagers can help us rescue the children. They, along with the three of us, might be able to surprise them. So let me get this straight. The options my officers are presenting me are go back to Sadville and rally a mighty legion of the malnourished skeleton people, or alternatively, we sit here and hope that Powell can science these trees into saving us. Yes, sir, that, yes. <sighs> I remember last night, even if you two don't. Let's just go back to the village and call the ship, okay? Yes, sir. As the golden light of day begins to fade, our weary heroes approach the Crodarian village. We're almost there. I can see the lantern lights from the villagers. Look, there's there's a large group of Crodarians huddled around a big campfire. Great. They're probably preparing for battle by sharpening the creases on their furrowed brows. Captain, we should be clear of these trees now. We can contact the... What's that noise? I don't see anything. The noise is getting louder. <gasps> Look! The shape emerging from the nothingness. It's it's a Vendrexi. There's another. And another. They must have been wearing stealth shields. They've been following us this whole time. Now, my minions, the humans have led us to the village at last. Attack! Kill all who resist. Take the rest as slaves. Oh no, we've led them to the Crodarians. Silence, humans. What are you going to do to us? You spared my life in those caves, humans. 
As is our custom, I must spare yours in return. You are free to return to your ship. <laughs> what a relief. Wait, look! Oh, how can this be? The Crotarians are destroying my men! The native's culture must be centered around some highly effective poor-person martial art. Wow, they're really wiping the floor with the Vendrexi. Fierce and graceful like the Space Ninjas of Zabur 4. Well, hang on. And one Vandrexy seems to be holding his own out there, at least. That scrappy fellow seems to be holding him off. Nope, wait. Yes. There go his arms. Now they are literally tearing his head off, and... Were they drinking his spurting blood or just dancing in it? What does that look like to you, pal? All my men are dead. I am undone. But how? Yikes. Yikes, indeed. The villagers are coming for you now, and boy, do they look pissed, too. Please spare me from my minions' fate. Bring me with you on your ship. I request asylum. Yeah, about that. Uh, you still owe me one life debt from sparing your life in the cave. And <laughs> what are the chances you'll ever be able to repay, too? Good. That's what you get. You can't have slaves. Especially kid slaves. Creep. Captain Sunstrike, Dr. Reyna, and Commander Powell once again sit before the village elders. Captain Sunstrike, we once again have our children back, for which we are naturally grateful. But to be pragmatic, our issue of starvation is only exacerbated by these new mouths we have to feed. We were able to get by for three or four years while they were enslaved, but now things are really going to be tight. What news have you on the Golden Orb? Ah, well, uh... So we couldn't find the orb. Uh, turns out someone was reading the map wrong. But, uh, a promise is a promise. I gave my solemn vow to you that I would help your people. And as an officer in the Galactic Union, I always keep my promises. Lieutenant Jada, teleport the packages to the surface. These crates are filled with state-of-the-art Galactic Union weaponry, from ray guns, laser rifles, and nuclear grenades. And these cylinders here are cylinders of our finest moon chemicals. Chemicals with a variety of applications. You said your enemies were closing in on all sides? Well, time to restore the balance. You close them out on all sides. Thank you, Captain. You are truly a man of your word. No, no. Thank you. That was absolutely terrible. What? How can I make you happy? The children are freed, the Vendrexi are dead, and the villagers can now defend themselves. Ta-da! We didn't defeat the Vendrexi. The villagers did. We didn't even rescue the children. And you gave one village in the region an imbalanced technological advantage. Give a Crodarian a fish he eats for a day. Teach him how to shoot. He can eat a steak. We still have the map. We can always find the ore. Shut up, pal! 
Doctor, we've taught them self-reliance as well, and with that gift, along with the surplus weapons and the new quad lithium mine they have, I'm sure they will be able to build a strong civilization. And who knows? Perhaps one day they'll be able to join the Galactic Union as a junior member or something. Maybe someday they'll be a, some bright young Crowderi and Ensign bucking for your job, huh, pal? I guess. Let's just get back to the ship. I am so over this planet. Yeah, okay. Hang on. Where's my Galactic Union credit card? Oh, why? I bet those kids pickpocketed me. You know, I knew it. You can't just visit, you just can't visit an impoverished village without being taken advantage of. Every time, I swear to God, you get... Oh, no. <laughs> Here it is. It was in my other pocket. Check the wrong pocket. No biggie. <sighs> Captain to the ship. Three to teleport up. You've been listening to the Voyage Trekkers radio play in the quest for the Golden Orb, written by Craig Michael Curtis and Nathan Blackwell. Captain Sunstrike was played by Adam Reaney. Dr. Reyna was played by Gabrielle Van Buren. And Commander Powell by Logan Blackwell. Narration by Brian Blackwell. Additional voices by Craig Michael Curtis and Brian Blackwell. Wanted. Terrible comedy. Something that doesn't make me think too much. I can have it on in the background. Keeps my mind off my inevitable death for just another day. If you saw an ad like this in your morning paper, you might laugh. Cast it aside. But you are placing this advertisement every day, Mr. and Mrs. America, when you don't insist on the finest quality of scripted entertainment like Voyage Trekkers. Our scientists show all signs point to inferior web comedies being funded by Hitler and the agents of the Axis. And unlike some web shows, each episode of Voyage Trekkers is handmade right here in the United States. So make sure you head to www.voyagetrekkers.com Click the donate button and buy yourself some voyage bonds today and keep our boys flying. It's your choice, Mr. and Mrs. America. Voyage trekkers on your screen or the Third Reich in your bed.